right, so it's been a week. Well, two weeks since I've uploaded, a week since I've recorded this thing. Uh, I I am very, very sorry that I couldn't get an episode out to you guys last week. A lot of stuff came up, and I ended up being very busy. And I don't really, quote-unquote, pre-record these like a couple days in advance. I either do it either Thursday or on Friday and Saturday and just upload them later that day. Which, that's my bad app to, like, get better at setting a schedule to record and set stuff up and make a schedule so I can do this a couple days in advance so that way if something does happen again and I won't be able to record on either day, then it'll be fine. But, it's going to be okay because this episode is going to be a heater. I can feel it in my bones. Okay, so, basically what happened last week was Friday... I was very busy, I had to get up very early, and I had some, like, just stuff to take care of, I had to run a lot of errands and stuff, and I was out all day, essentially. And Saturday, I had to get up early again, and go with my dad to do, I guess, the college version of back-to-school clothes shopping, I don't know, it was weird. (laughs) Um... Because apparently I need more clothes. I really don't. I just need shoes. But it's fine. I got clothes that I don't have to pay for. I'm not going to complain about it. Um, But yeah, I didn't really want to just wait till I got home. And like upload one on Sunday. Because that's just weird. Most people have things to do Sunday. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait until this week to record and upload and just see how it goes. So, basically, what we're going to be talking about today is going to be a little different than how I've been doing things. Um, I know, like, when I first started having ideas for this podcast, that most of you guys that voted on my Instagram polls said that you guys didn't want me to cover sports topics for real just mainly life stuff but today we're going to be changing it up a bit because mainly like the story the the story for today is a head football coach he's the head coach of ohio state urban meyer but it's not really about sports necessarily it's like it's it's about domestic violence it's basically what it is basically what it's about yeah, everything, and because it's a it's a situation that's really piqued my interest, and that really kind of triggered me a lot, but, um, yeah, so, like, it's not really going to be about football or anything, it's going to be about talking, uh, talking about, like, giving my thoughts on this whole Urban Meyer situation, and how, and why he didn't handle it better, and how he just seems like he just doesn't care about someone on staff committing a crime. A very, very bad crime of beating his pregnant wife. You don't do that. That's not okay. Um, uh, excuse me. Well, like, before I get started, um, I'm going to be reading up an article today, which is something I also don't really do. So, like, this is the first time I've actually had to research my topic, because normally it's just something that I, I just come out come up my ass with in like two minutes and I'm like hey this sounds fun to talk about let's talk about it no I have to actually do, I have to, I have to do research this time and I'm going to be reading off an article 
for like for the parts that I don't necessarily remember all the way. Um, the article I got this from was from ESPN.com. I believe it was published either today or yesterday. Something like that. I think it was today. We look. Pretty sure it was today. Yeah, it was today. Okay. And it's basically just about um, like the situation up to this point with Urban Meyer and one of his uh, assistant coaches on his staff at Ohio State and everything. So if you don't know about it, you're going to hear about it. If you know about it, then you can hear my thoughts on it and everything. Um, so yes, it's going to be very interesting. Um, a couple of things first, you know, the standard. Please leave a like and a rating if you're listening to this. If you're listening to this something other than Anchor, if you're listening on Anchor, be sure to follow the podcast to make sure you never miss an upload. And I keep forgetting to mention this feature that Anchor has. Don't know why, but if you hear something that you like, like if if I say a statement that you like or something like that, or that you agree with, or that you want to like show support on. Anchor has this applause feature where, like, if, if I say something that you like or, like, that's quotable or anything like that, you can just hit the applause button and it'll show you support for the for the segment. Very, very cool. I like that. But without further ado, let's get into the story. Okay, so a couple of things before I get started here. One... If I take a really long pause, it's because it's early in the morning and I'm drinking coffee as I'm recording this. I am sorry. And number two, I am not going to be telling everything about the situation just because not all of it, not all the stuff in this article is necessarily relevant to the situation. It just is more stuff about the culprit that just makes him even more of a bad human being, essentially, which like... With what I'm about to tell you, you can already kind of tell that, so I don't really need to explain it further with more stuff that he's done in the past, like, decade or so, so. But, yeah, so basically, I'm going to, um, tell, like, everything that I've heard and how I've interpreted the story up until this point in time, and then I'm going to read the article for information that I skipped out on or stuff that I'm not too familiar with or that is just blinking on my head at the time that I'm saying it. So, without further ado, so back in 2009, Urban Meyer was coaching out Florida. He had a meeting with Zach Smith, who was the douchebag in the situation, and his wife, whose name is Courtney Smith, called the police on him for a domestic for a domestic battery assault violence something in that area uh while she was pregnant he didn't get charged for anything how that didn't happen i do not know but nothing happened to him essentially so he basically like like he got cleared of all charges and everything so like he didn't really like no, like, didn't go to court, nothing, and it happened, I believe, like, before they got, is either before they got married, or they just got married, and I don't know, I don't know if I said this, but she was pregnant at the time, 
what, what, while she got the police on him, I don't know if I said that already. But she was pregnant at the time, while this happened. And Urban Meyer and Zach Smith had a meeting in Urban's office while he was in Florida. And Urban Meyer knew back in 2009 that there were allegations towards him about domestic violence. And knowing full well that those allegations are there, like, on him, he brought him up on his coaching staff when Urban Meyer moved to Ohio State in, I believe, 2014. I really want to say it's 2014. Either 2013, 2014, one of those years is when he went to Ohio State. But yeah, knowing full well that he's had multiple allegations about beating up his pregnant girlfriend, while he didn't get charged, they're still looming around him, and he brought him up to his coaching staff anyway. Um, so that's red flag number one. Um, so we get to... I believe 2015 and there were more allegations that happened where Zach Smith was beating up Courtney Smith again and this time she instead of going to the police like she did last time and nothing happened to him she went to Urban Meyer's wife Shelly Meyer who also works at Ohio State and texted her pictures of of her being bruised and telling her about like how she's getting assaulted by their husband constantly and it was like just constant text messages and she was just worried about everything so shelly expressed her concerns and everything but and and um, Courtney Smith even filed for protection against Zach Smith in twenty, I believe twenty sixteen, early twenty sixteen, is when she filed for protection against Zach Smith. So Shelley may or may not have. It's kind of hard to believe that she didn't, but Urban Meyer claims to have not known about that situation in twenty fifteen. And it only being his wife that knew. But, like, Urban and Shelley have been, have been mired, have been married for a lot, I don't know the exact amount of years, but it's a lot of years. I find it kind of hard to believe that you didn't tell your husband that someone on his coaching staff is beating his wife. I find that hard to believe. So, Urban Meyer essentially knew him and his wife knew and they didn't really do anything because they were both questioning her i guess viability is i'm trying to like yeah i think that's the right word, word viability they're, they were both questioning courtney smith's viability to these allegations and urban meyer didn't really do anything about it so Again, why, I don't know. And you kept them on your coaching staff. Why, I don't know. <laughs> At this point, because this is the second time now. 
So they formally get divorced, Courtney and Zach Smith. They formally get divorced in, I believe, is September 2016. And, like, that was just kind of it a little bit until July 24th, 2018, where we are, well, like, we're, we're in 2018. July 24th, a month ago, essentially, it was Big Ten Media Day, and Urban Meyer was asked the question about the allegations of Zach Smith in 2015, and he kind of brushed it off and said that he didn't know anything about it, and he got he got he got asked repeated questions about Zach Smith, and Urban Meyer basically was offended that that was even a possibility that that like why did that like why are you talking to me about this like this never happened I don't know anything about it stop asking me questions about it. Basically, just like got offended for the media asking him legitimate questions that turns out he was lying about. So, but yeah, like after Big Ten Media Day, it came out that Urban Meyer lied to the media and he didn't know about the allegations in 2015 and he knew about the ones in 2009. So at that point, I believe they fired Zach Smith after that point in time. It was only after it came out that Urban Meyer, well, no, like, I don't think even Urban Meyer got rid of him. I think it was either the athletic director or the president got rid of Zach Smith at this point in time. So it's been like three or four years, and he's been like over to staff beating his pregnant wife with two kids, by the way. And. Urban Meyer just let it slide, essentially, for four years. And as soon as it comes out, he denies it, gets caught lying, and then they fire the assistant coach. Okay. Red flag number two. <laughs> um, so, after, so after Big Ten Media Day and they get rid of Zach Smith, then the University of Iowa State opens up an investig- a private investigation, mind you, issued by the university on Urban Meyer. Now, for those of you who don't pay attention to sports or anything, Urban Meyer is one of the greatest coaches in the college football today. Um, a lot of people compare him to Nick Saban as far as like overall coaching, recruiting, winning percentage, all that stuff. He is the only comparable coach to Nick Saban, in my opinion. Like, it's Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, than everybody else. That, that's just my opinion, though. But, yeah, so, like, he's pretty up there in the upper echelon of coaches in college football today. So, he, ah, man, I'll turn of thought. Um... Gosh darn. Oh, now, jeez, I'm an idiot. Okay, I'm sorry. Wow. <clears throat> Some of his, well, like, well, one of his major things at Ohio State was he won a lot of games. He, <clears throat> I believe his record is like 73 and 8. Since he's been at Ohio State, and that's around like 90%-ish. 
win percentage of his games at Ohio State. So you can imagine that letting somebody of that caliber go for at this point in the situation lying to the media is kind of absurd, right? So this private investigation, which everybody speculated as, they're not gonna like they're not really gonna fire him. No one expects him to get fired, but they do expect some kind of punishment for straight up lying about what he knew when he got asked point blank, and then pretending like it's an like it's an insult to him for it to be mentioned when it's a valid question. And the thing is, is like Urban Meyer like complied with everything he went through with all the investigations and all that stuff. And it came out that it's in Urban Meyer's contract that if any sort of situation of domestic violence or abuse or like anything of that matter, whether it be coaches, players, anything involving Ohio State football, anything like that happens, he has to tell the person above him, which is the athletic director. He said that he did, but in reality didn't because in this article I believe it says that the athletic director didn't know about his Xmas allegations before like July of this year and where in 2018 these things happened in 2015 and 2014 so like you can imagine so he so Urmeyer didn't do his job so automatically right there that's a fireable offense immediately because he violated the because he violated the contract. But <clears throat> but instead of but in, but in reality, what ended up happening was after the investigation came out, there is a twenty-three page report from the private investigation, and they suspended Urban Meyer for three games. For violating the rules of his contract, not protecting the victim in this in this in this situation being Zach Smith's ex-wife by this point, he kind of just did nothing and just let it slide, keeping him on his coaching staff, even when he did other allegations to have him be fired besides beating up his pregnant wife. He violated Zach Smith. I'm talking about. He violated team rules. Didn't really show up to meetings. This dude. I believe, it, I believe it says somewhere in the article that he only got a 3% pay raise in February 2018. Why did he get the pay raise at all and not fired? Like, even, like, also in this article, I believe it says, like, the athletic director also said to fire Zach Smith. Eric Brown is like, nah, we'll keep him. Why? Why are you keeping this man on your coaching staff? Like, you threatened to fire him a couple times by this point. Not for being his pregnant wife, allegedly, but for violating a bunch of team rules. Come on, dude. Like, you're, like, do you want this to be Baylor? Like, like, it's not Baylor territory because it's only Zach Smith that, have, that has come out to this point about specifically domestic abuse. But, like, come on, dude. Ohio State's a bigger program than Baylor. Ohio State is the Ohio State University. Like, you are one of the biggest colleges in the country. 
and you're doing this? Why? You're smarter than Ezra Meyer. I know you are. But, oh well. And then, the kicker about the suspension, instead of him getting fired, also, if you hear me clicking and typing, my laptop's like right next to me, so sorry. But, um, I'm going to look up their schedule really quick. Because these games, he gets suspended for their first two games of the year, and it doesn't really matter. Because their first game is, is against Oregon State. Uh, Oregon State's trash. Their only Big Ten game that they're missing is Rutgers. No one gives a fuck about Rutgers. <laughs> Like, what, what, like, I don't, okay, alright, you got Rutgers, Big Ten game, okay, they're not good, but it's fine, and then their third game, which is, like, the only game they have the potential of losing, and I still don't think they're gonna lose, is to TCU, which they are ranked number 16 at this, like, uh, pre, it, What's the actual term for it? AP pieces and posts? Yeah, that's what it is. They're right number 16. But, like, they're not going to lose that game. Come on now. Their team's better than TCU's. But, like, and, like, so he's only missing those three games, which they're going to easily be 3-0. So it's not going to matter. And then... He can't coach at all during the first game. Like, he's completely suspended for the first game. But the other two games, he can go to practices and coach with the team up until game day. Why? I don't understand this logic here. Like, this is the lightest slap on the wrist for not doing your job I have ever seen in my life. I've gotten fired for drinking tea on a break. What? <laughs> this man lets domestic violence goes on on his own coaching staff for for multiple years and does nothing about it, and he gets a, and he gets a three game suspension. And then, like, if you like, if you if you even want to compare players, players get so harder, like they like their player punishment by the NCAA. Are so much worse than coach punishes, which makes zero sense. Because it's basically the same thing. Like only when bad stuff comes up, but coaches is when stuff actually happens to them. For example, the NCAA, their rules are like they handicap the players so much that they literally cannot accept money outside of their family. So an example. This happened in 2014. Uh, Todd Gurley, who's now in the NFL playing for the Los Angeles Rams, he, at the time at Georgia, he got suspended for, what, five games, I believe, for accepting $3,000 in signed memorabilia. He got suspended five games for that. A player, this happened recently, a player in North Carolina got an exclusive player pair, my bad, of Jordan, like North Carolina Jordan branded shoes for basketball, right? Like exclusive pair only to North Carolina because that's where Jordan went to 
college at. And he sold those shoes, got money for them, and got suspended. Why? Like, it makes zero sense how a player can get suspended for more, for, for more than three games for selling a freaking pair of shoes because he's a student athlete in college. But Urban Meyer breaks his contract and more than breaks his contract, allows domestic violence to go on on his coaching staff for four years and does nothing about it and he gets three games. Excuse me? Like, I don't, like, it just, it, it makes zero sense to me. I don't understand. And, like, okay. But, yeah, like, that, that's the situation up to this point. Um, there was a press conference two days ago now. Yeah, it was two days ago. Where it was Urban Meyer, like, and, and this was after the reports that Urban Meyer was getting three-game suspension. They had a press conference, but it was Urban Meyer and the athletic director, because the athletic director also got suspended for three games, because he didn't do anything either. So, at the press conference, I watched that. The snippets that I, that I saw of it, he had, first of all, he walked out there with a prepared statement. Boy, what the hell are you doing with that piece of paper reading off it like a robot like you just got the like fam, that's high school shit. What are you talking about? That's high school. You're a high schooler, Urban Meyer. Like you like you just got suspended and you're gonna walk out there with a sheet of paper and read off like a freaking robot. Like teens who don't like public speaking. Why? You don't need a sheet of paper that you got like 10 minutes before the press conference started. Like, what? And then, like, if you listen to him, if you listen to the clip or clips of him at the press conference, you can just look it up on YouTube. The dude mumbles over everything, and then he doesn't even bring up Courtney Smith's name. Like, he, like, like, he. He doesn't say sorry to her. He doesn't like show any emotion at all towards Courtney Smith at the press conference. Like it's pathetic. It's honestly pathetic at this point. Like in either of the uh, in either of Urban Meyer or the athletic director's initial statements when the when the press conference first started, did they mention Courtney Smith by name? They didn't. They Urban Meyer specifically apologized to freaking Buckeye Nation. Who gives a fuck about Buckeye Nation? Who? In this situation, nobody gives a fuck about Buckeye Nation. I'm sorry, I'm cussing a lot. I'm just very angry. I'm very angry at this situation, so I'm sorry if I'm cussing a lot. But no one cares about Buckeye Nation. You let domestic violence happen on your coaching staff for four years. And your applaud doesn't the Buckeye Nation. Seriously? Like, it... It just, it doesn't matter. It makes zero sense why you wouldn't address the victim by name who suffered for nearly a freaking decade to this man. And he did nothing about it. And then when you had your one chance, actually, no, he got, he got two chances. We'll talk about that in a second. 
You got two chances. He failed the first one by not mentioning her by name in his opening statement. He failed again in that same press conference when he was taking questions from the media. And he got asked directly about Courtney Smith. And he said, well, for everybody involved, I'm sorry that they were all in this situation. Like, I, like, that's like, an, like, that's an exact quote from him, I believe. That's sad. Like, that's, no. That's real sad. I'm gonna try to find the clip for you guys real quick so you guys can at least listen to it. Uh, I'm just on YouTube. Okay. Let's see. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find this clip for y'all to at least let you guys hear it. Can, can you like, okay. So it should be around here. Continue to foster an environment. What he did at the White described and moments in those exchanges. Here we go, here we go. All right, I found it. Here we go. Situation. Well, I have a message for everyone involved in this. I'm sorry that we're in this situation. Hold on, my bad. My bad. There were some right, interesting moments in those exchanges. Let's hear a little bit of that. You feel that you should have been suspended. Are you upset with the ultimate decision? I trust and support our president. What message do you have for Courtney Smith? Well, I have a message for everyone involved in this. I'm sorry that we're in this situation. And um, I'm just sorry we're in this situation. So, like, I hope you guys heard that clearly. Um, like, I don't get how you let that go on for as long as it did. And he did other stuff to get himself fired, and he didn't fire him. And when you get handed the opportunity to at least show some remorse for not doing your freaking job correctly, you don't address her by name, you don't apologize for failing her, essentially, as a person. You and your wife, by the way. <laughs> like, I don't, like... There's not many words to say about, like, just how much of a failure that is and how pathetic it is. And he couldn't even acknowledge her, like, at all. It makes zero sense to me. It's just, I don't... I don't know, dude. Like... It's, it's bad enough that, you know, like, other stuff also happening with Urban Meyer in Florida. Like, I believe, like, I remember hearing on first take that Urban Meyer in Florida, he had 31 of his players arrested. Like, like during the time of Florida, 31 Florida players, football players, got arrested under his watch. It's a pretty large statistic, my guy. It's a pretty large statistic, but it's it's on it's honestly just it's insane how like what links college football and, and like honestly like just football in general will go to to protect someone that wins them games. 
like at some point these kind of these kind of situations have to be bigger than the sport of football and right now it's just not and it's sad and like that and like situations like this is what turns off so many people to football it's not just the concussion issues and stuff like that it's also the fact that whenever a situation like this comes up with, with domestic violence or someone committing a crime the person committing a crime doesn't really get in trouble like they always find a way to get away with it or like have like the least amount of punishment deal out possible if they win games which like it shouldn't be like that but it is and it's so sad because, like, you don't see this kind of stuff happening in the NBA or anything like that. Like, the NBA, like, the NBA's culture is so much better than the NFL's. And it's pathetic. Like, it's just sad to see this continue to happen to the sport of football. It's really sad. But I said I, said I wouldn't really get into the sports aspect of it. But I will now read... Some of this article. Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna just I'm, I'm gonna just kind of read stuff like that that I haven't already said up something like that. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. One more thing before I start reading this article. Um. The twenty three page report that I mentioned earlier. That thing didn't get released until after the press conference. Two days ago. So they so Urban Meyer and the athletic director, I think his name is Gene Smith, they really got off the hook from the media then. Like the media didn't have time to dissect it until after the press conference happened. That's kinda convenient by Ohio State and the and whoever did their private investigation. That's real convenient. Like, why would you just not decide to leak the 20-page report until after the press conference unless you're just, like, like that right there clearly shows that they did the investigation not to try to find ways to fire Urban Meyer. They did the investigation to try to find some sort of loophole to keep Urban Meyer there and give him the least, like, Again, like just a light slap on the wrist, a very light slap on the wrist. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm very very heated, currently, so I'm kind of all over the place a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, let's see. See, the investigators said they believe that Meyer and his wife Shelby, uh, Shelley, Shelley, Shelley communicated in some way about concerns that Courtney Smith, the ex-wife of Zach Smith, raised to Shelley. Meyer, in text, message, in text messages in 2015, Urban Meyer told investigators during interviews this month and told reporters Wednesday night that he had no knowledge of those messages. Lies. <laughs> investigators also found that upon learning those about accusations made by Courtney Smith on August 1st, a report from College Football in the in an in an August first report from college football from a college football reporter Brett Murphy, Meyer and a fellow football staffer discussed how to adjust the settings on Meyer's phone so that text messages would more than a year old would be deleted. 
Why would that be? Like, why would you have someone try to hack into your phone, essentially, to delete text messages more than a year old? Why? Why? I'm I'm, I'm going to take a sip of coffee like that. I don't have tea, so... Yeah. Why would that be the case? That's interesting. Um, when when investigators examined Meyer's phone, they did not find any messages more than a year old, but they but said they were unable to tell when Meyer adjusted the settings on his phone to get rid of the messages. Order messages. How convenient. Meyer denied knowing anything about a 2015 incident when he was asked about it at Big Ten Media Day on July 24th. If he knew of any other domestic-related issues involving Zach Smith during their time at Ohio State. Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith explicitly told Meyer to acknowledge that to acknowledge what he knew about the 2015 incident in a text message before Meyer spoke to the reporters. Meyer acknowledged, acknowledged receiving that message according to the investigation report. So, the athletic director told him to admit to the media, if they asked him about it, to let them know that he knew about both instances in 2009 and 2015. What did do? He did neither. He flat out denied it and then got, like, pretty much sassy when he kept getting asked about it. When you lied to their face, and the media knows you lied to their face, and you're getting mad at them for calling you out on essentially. Why? Just admit it. Like, just do your job. Tell the truth. Come on. Like, it's... Again, like, the state of college football is just... With situations like these, is absolutely insane. With those, deni- with those denials were plainly not accurate, Coach Meyer did not, in our view, deliberately lie, said the, said the investigation of the, the investigator, Mary Jo White. Even though he did deliberately lie, and he chose to deliberately lie, like, this report, like, the 20-page report from the private investigators at Ohio State, they, like, sugarcoated it as much as they possibly could to make it seem like Urban Meyer didn't really do something that bad. Because, like, because they refused to use the word lie in a negative sense. And I'm like, it's not that hard to say somebody lied. It's not a bad word to say somebody lied. It's not, you're not, like, no one's going to punch you in the face for rightly calling them a liar. And if they do, they're stupid. Like, is, like, just say that he lied. Ain't, like, because he did. He lied. Twice. <laughs> like, I, like, it's not the hard to say someone lied and, like, didn't do their job. Like, just be blunt about it. Don't try to freaking sugarcoat it to make it seem like he didn't really do something that bad. He allowed domestic violence on his coaching staff for four years. Among other stupid allegations. That could have gotten him fired, but over my choice of the firearm. Why? <sighs> Coach Meyer impressed us with the sincere commitment to the respect for women, quote, core value that he espouses and, tra- and tries to sell in players. 
I mean, like, right now, that's not, that's not looking very good. Because, like, like, the main reason why this went on is because Urban Meyer and his wife both didn't believe Courtney. And it's like, even if you didn't believe Courtney, you still have to report it. Like, if, like, if the victim is texting you bruises and telling you, like, what exactly is going on, it doesn't matter if you believe her or not. You still have to report it and have it be investigated. But you didn't do that. So, like, your respect for women thing, your core value, just kind of looked bad. Those details, along with many other others that reveal a long pattern of Zach Smith's troubling behavior going overlooked by Meyer and Jane Smith, were made public in investigation's findings. That report was not shared with reporters prior to Urban Meyer, Gene Smith, and university president Michael Drake taking questions Wednesday night. Urban Meyer told investigators that Zach and Courtney Smith met with him in his office in, at Florida in 2009, and they told him Zach Smith's arrest for aggravated, aggravated battery on a pregnant female had been based off incorrect information Courtney provided to the police. Okay, I don't believe that, but okay. Courtney Smith denied meeting with Urban Meyer or recanting any of her allegations. Zach Smith also recalled that he, that he only met with Urban Meyer. Investigators found that it is likely only Zach Smith met with Urban Meyer, and both Urban and Shelley Meyer believed that Courtney Smith was not entirely truthful when she called Nama Warren Jab Zach arrested. Even though it did happen, he did get arrested, he just didn't get charged. So, like, so there's nothing on his criminal record because he didn't get charged with anything. So, like, again, like, this all started because neither of them believed that she was telling the truth. And when it came up again in 2015, he still didn't, he still didn't do anything about it. Why? Like, at some point, your connection with this person has to go beyond football and him being a good football coach. Because you could, because like as you're gonna see later in this article, he threatened to fire him. Like I, mm, mm, triggering, very very triggering. Meyer denied former athletic director Gene Smith or anyone at Ohio State about Zach Smith's 2009 arrest when Meyer hired him as an assistant coach in December 2011. Ohio State performed a standard background check of Zach in 2011. But it, but it neither sought out nor received arrest information. Gene Smith told investigators he did not become aware of Zach Smith's 2009 arrest until a media report last month. Again, that's like early July, late June is when the director Gene Smith found out about the 2009 incident. He knew about the 2015 one, he didn't know about the 2009 one. So it's just... And like, and still flat out ignored it. Why? Like, just, oof. In the fall of 2015, Courtney Smith told Shelley Meyer of Zach's alleged abuse in a series of text messages and phone calls. Shelley Meyer repeatedly expressed concern for Courtney Smith's well-being, and, according to investigators, contacted the Powell Police Department in Ohio to find out more information on the investigation of Zach Smith. Shelly Meyer told investigators she did not relay Courtney Smith's text messages to Urban Meyer because she had doubts about the veracity of Courtney Smith's allegations. 
okay, that's a final lie. Because, you know, like, again, like I said earlier, I find it really hard to believe that you wouldn't tell your husband that's a head coach of the football team that someone on his staff is beating up a, is beating up his wife. I find that hard to believe. Urban Meyer denied knowing about the text messages Courtney Smith since his wife in 2015, but the independent investigators concluded that, given the closeness of their relationship and Shirley's concerns, we believe that it is likely that Shirley and Urban Meyer had at least some communication about these allegations in 2015, and were concerned about them, although both had doubts about the credibility of Courtney's claims. I'm just going to leave that alone. I'm just leave that alone. Uh, let me see. Uh, Meyer told investigators that he he had no memory of twenty of the twenty fifteen investigation of Zach Smith when he appeared at Big Ten Media Day in, days on July twenty fourth in Chicago. He said he focused his responses solely on an accusation that Zach Smith was arrested on a felony charge in twenty fifteen, which proved to be erroneous. But in a text message chain obtained by investigators, Gene Smith advised Meyer to acknowledge he knew about the two leak situations involving Zach Smith in 2009 and 2015. So, like, that's basically just repeating itself. When repeatedly, asked, when repeatedly asked about the 2015 investigation of Zach Smith, Meyer denied any knowledge of the situation, saying, I don't know who creates a story like that. Again, be like being sassy that they is even brought up, even though they're lying. Both Gene Smith and Football Operations Director Brian Voltolini Vol, surprised by Meyer's comments in Chicago later informed Meyer that he was in fact aware of the 2015 investigation into domestic violence accusations against Zach Smith. We cannot logically square Coach Meyer's response, responses on Big Ten Media Days broadly denying knowledge of the 2015 events regarding Zach Smith, with his extensive knowledge of those events in 2015, and the evident knowledge of aid of athletic director Gene Smith of 2015 events reflected in a group's text messages of July 23rd and July 24th of 2018, so like, you see like, as this article goes on, it's like, it's just basically telling the story of, like, Urban Meyer lying like like getting told to tell the media that he knows what the incidence is but then lie so that he did it and then cooperated with the investigation just to find any kind of way to keep him to, to keep his job and then pretty much showed no emotion no care at all for Courtney Smith when asked directly about her not even mentioning her by name and and oh I, I just thought about this the freaking kicker in all of this madness there's somewhere in this article the investigate the investigators report put that like they actually put this in the freaking report. They put that Urban Meyer occasionally suffered from memory loss because of medication he was taken from stress. Let that sink in. He is one of the greatest football coaches. In my opinion, he's the second best football coach. Right now in college football. Again, you are a head coach. 
in a sports, a football, where you have to, we have to come up with a game plan every week, go through practices every week, coach games, coach offense and defense, manage players every single week, and you're going to sit here and tell me that he suffered from memory loss because of medication he was taking. You're gonna use. You're actually gonna put that in a report to kind of make that some sort of excuse, just so like the punishment that they gave him was just enough to escape like ultimate backlash. They can live with a little bit of backlash from the fans because he at least got some punishment, some form of punishment, even though it was nowhere near enough. He should be fired right now. Everybody should be out of a job. It's just that plain and simple. But they legitimately said that he suffers from memory loss. They tried to try to use that as an excuse. When you're a head football coach and you have so much to remember every single week and you've won 90-something percent of your games. Okay. Whew. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, just, hmm, oh boy. Uh, I think that's, yeah. Yeah. That's honestly just, wow. There's a lot, I know, and the last part of it is me just reading an article, but I give my thoughts on it as well. But... Yeah, I just kind of wanted to talk about that situation because it's very, it just like, it just grinds my gears what links programs will go to to protect someone that, that benefits their business and not thinking about, you know, like humanity, like more, like, like, like morality uh, like situations like these, because like it says a lot about Ohio State that they gave him a three game suspension for violating his contract and being a, and and having it be a fireable offense, and they gave him three games. It says a lot about like how much they care about winning as to doing something for the greater good. Because like, because like. You can find other coaches that can do the same thing as Urban Meyer can. Like, the winning percentage may not be 90-something percent, but you can find a coach that can do what Urban Meyer does because Ohio State is a big-time program. So, like, you're going to get talent any way you slice it. So, and... Eh. I don't know, it's just, it's just very triggering to me, and, yeah, but, yeah, that's it for me. I am going to now, uh, try to finish packing, because the time, eh, I'll upload it, yeah, okay. So, by the time you're listening to this, it'll either be Friday, or... It will be Saturday when I'm moving in to my dorm. That's going to be fun, and I still have to pack. I've packed, like, three boxes. It's going to be hell the next 24 hours. But, you know, like, 
I think that it's... I, th I think that it'll be fine. Everything will be fine. Um, I'm honestly just ready to move out. If, if I'm being honest with you. So, I mean... It's gonna be fun, but... Anyways, I hope you, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys are having the weekends. I will see you guys later. Stay to you guys. Peace.